The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Good morning. Welcome to the Hard Luck Show. Your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. You know what it is. Got my partner, the Indian, in the house. With yeah, Chumahan Bowen, elegant barbarian, here once again. It's the Hard Luck Show. Yep. Hey, uh, old Blue Eyes, what's going on? Not much, Lux. How's it going? <laughs> Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engine for the Hard Luck Show. Wow. You heard it. You wow. Heard it. That's, That's Sean. Right. That Sean runs things over here. Oh boy, does he? Man, if he, man, you don't want to get Sean started. That's right. Anyways, and we got uh, King Salmon handling some visuals for King us. King Salmon on the hook. <laughs> man, one of your favorite guests. One of my favorite. One guests. of my favorite guests. This is one of old all blue time, eyes. Wouldn't stop talking time. about Look him. At, yeah, part of the now hard luck family. That's right. Part of the hard luck network. Adam Sean from L.A. Times. Uh, the cannabis yeah. journalist extraordinaire Indeed. is here. Uh, he also has, uh, he's also responsible and stars in, right, the LA Times cannabis uh, video collection. What is that called, sir? It's called The Green Room. It's the LA Times video series focusing on Southern California's cannabis commerce and culture. Yes. Wow. Said that like a real professional. I like that, man. Yeah, that's legit. Scares that's me legit. To huh? Our guests are legit. <laughs> yeah, this this is a... gentleman is very legit. That's it. So, um, first and foremost, right, as the holiday seasons are approaching, and yes, we know it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but that doesn't fucking matter. It's a hard luck show. We call it how we see it. And uh, my understanding is is that Santa Lux, yep, right. Santa Lux brought Mister Adam, right, some presents. Brought him some presents today. Okay, and uh, well, what did you bring? Cookies. We brought Adam. Let's see. Come on. Part of our uh, fall collection. We brought Adam a hat. So okay. Rock that right. hat, bro. Okay. You know what I'm it says saying? cookies on Big it. Shout out for that. Adam, right? of course, has a premier forehead. Yep. Pre- we are, uh, you know, in our dispensary. We got a few things going on, but a new brand, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. To- you know what? What? Yeah. Oh, collab. Wait no, a minute. No collab, but we uh, we got these available <laughs> at our stores. All right. 
That's Perhaps for you. Yeah, have have you had crazy. a high Just seltzer? Just you need a little have, high I seltzer. I've written about the, the high seltzer. They, it's a totally different company that's like licensed the name, so they're they're okay with it, but they're the beer makers aren't the same as the cannabis drink makers. Gotcha. Got but, it. But you still have that feeling of pulling out. You know, it's got that. You know, when somebody pulls out a PBR. There's got a there's a feeling to it. Yeah, there's, there's a blue there's, collar right. spirit. Yeah, yeah damn, air. better believe it. Some vibes. <laughs> Cali cones by Vibes. Ooh. Bottom some of those so All you right. can enjoy a very good experience. It's a little fire like for you. It's like a, a, little, it's like a uh, uh, uh. Wait, wait, what was that? That was a little firecracker, a little fire starter. A little for the toe of the stocking. Yes. For the toe of the stocking. For the toe of the stocking. <laughs> <laughs> a vi- and a vibes rolling paper. Late roll rolling tray yeah. for his papers. Man. Good to go. A little Jesus yellow lanyard. Little vibes lighter. Wow. Oh, vibes because wow. vibes is Holy. classy. Vibes papers. Right. <laughs> Holy smokes. A lanyard. What we got here. We got a little uh, head stash, a little lanyard there as well. So wow. just some uh, VIP treatment. Yeah. Wow, bro. Well, thank you. I... For our friend, man. We want to support him and what he does and by bringing on the show and giving him some prizes. Can he stuff? actually drink? Can you actually here. drink the, the. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you drink this high seltzer? So. I'm not going to right now because we're in the middle of a podcast, and I, I don't want, I don't want it to affect me. And I, but are you saying like with my job? No, nah, I was cool? actually saying like right now to get you oh. affected and, and just do like a like an experiment. Just be like, all right, let's go. I did just come from a consumption lounge. <gasps> did you? So yeah. how high are you right now on a not, scale? No, I mean, I, I was can like, you even tell anymore? No. It's really weird because I wanted to go because it's a new consumption lounge that's open and I wanted to see what the feeling was like. And I'm there and I have to partake because I want to get part of the experience and talking to mm-hmm. people that you just meet and see how the whole thing is. But Research. Then, but in the middle of it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm really, really high. <laughs> and I have to do work. And I have my little notebook and I'm like writing things down like in an old school notebook. And I think that might have freaked people out a little bit. Were you read there thought you were the yeah, FBI yeah, or something? And then I was like, no, I'm totally cool. So, um, No, but it's hard. It, it, it is hard. I'm not by and large a journalist that, you know, the old the old idea of like the journalist with a bottle of booze in the thing and the hard bitten. You know, I'm like, well, I, I like to drink and I like to smoke, but I don't usually like to do it when I'm having to crank out a story. But sure, sure. some things like that call for it. So. Well, so wait a second. Wait a minute. So you're at this lounge, and in what kind of a thing are you partaking of? What's it? What is it? Well, a friend of mine that I went to college with like 35 years ago, he was in town, and I'd been there a couple of days ago for research to you know, see what it's like. Right. And, that. and I was like, well, why, don't, why don't we go? Why don't we go back? And he wanted to do bongs, okay. like old school, like old school glass bong rips. Right. And it was like. <laughs> I live in this world where, like, uh, someone will take a glass bong and, like, fill it with water and then put ice in it, like, up to the ice pinch, and then, like, put it in front of you on the table. Right. And I'm like, that is, like, that. that's, I've arrived. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, made I'm it. like, I am there. And so then, and then and part of your journalist shtick, you got to pull out a notebook and you're writing in it? You know what? I probably don't have to pull out a notebook. Yeah. And I now realize that, like, it looks kind of like I might as well have a little thing in my hat that says press. Right. Like, well, boy, it happened. Tell me how <laughs> um, Like the but, five, the four I, W's and the one yeah, H or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. that is? Who, what, where, why, and when? Yeah. 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 And I could probably do that. If I did that, I sat there on my phone. I'd look like every other person. That's Just true. sitting there typing into my phone. That's true. I think right? I'm, like, scrolling Instagram or sure, whatever. Sure. But for some reason, for some reason, like, the feeling of writing it down 
and I have these little notebooks, these little field notes notebooks. And what are you like, like a moleskin guy? No, it's got it's it's called field notes, and it's they're inspired by old <laughs> agricultural memo books. They're about this big, yeah. you know, like a couple <laughs> inches. Agricultural memo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have I have lots of notebooks, little notebooks, yeah. that journals. Do you lick, are, do you lick the tip of the pencil before you start writing? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I have my writing implement of choice is a uh, is a Fisher space pen. Wow. And it's like they've been on every they've been they've been on every every space flight since 1964, and it's like it writes over Greece and it writes underwater and it writes like really? and I'm just like because if you always have one in your pocket, like if you're a journalist and you don't have like something like I could write on my hand, I can write a napkin, I could write on the side of the paper ribbon can, but you need to have that, so I just keep it with me. I like old school. I mean, it, and to me, it ain't old school. Now they call it old school, but right. To me, writing shit down and having that, like, to me, that's like, I, I got to have that, man. I, that's that's way, way better for me than trying to go on and calendar and look at memos and, like, no, nah, man, I need to have it right there in front of me, you know? Yeah. It's quicker for me. Um, so... Uh, so okay, so what have you been working on lately, Mr. Sean? How well, what is what are you doing? As we are staring down the barrel of the holidays, the the big big thing was the gift guide. Right, it was our gift guide. We do a gift guide every year, and for the last four years, we've done a cannabis gift guide, and that's my pride and joy to do. And that was the big thing. It went live, I think, on the second of November. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this here. Uh, of course. Who's that handsome fella in the middle and there? So this year, because we're doing the Green Room series, we were able to do, like, unboxing seven of the items, of the 16 items, and it was just like an added little thing, you know. Okay, yeah. so here we go. In case you have a cannabis user in your in your world and you're wondering, hey, what the fuck can I get this person for their goddamn Christmas, right? Here we go. And I hear nothing. Sean? Because you're muted, buddy. Oh. Uh. Thank you. That's why he's the audio engineer. Here and begin. My favorite picks from this year's Cannabis Gift Guide. I'm Adam Shorn, and this is The Green Room, the Los Angeles Times video series focusing on California's cannabis, commerce, and culture. I love this. Look at this. This is the houseplant ashtray set from Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen's houseplant cannabis and lifestyle brand. And this one was actually designed by Seth, who's become quite a uh, potter during the pandemic. And the you actually met with Seth and everybody, right? I did. I interviewed uh, Evan and Seth when they first launched Houseplant in the U.S. And then a year later, I revisited them and did a tour of their houseplant house which is sort of their VIP kind of like showroom-ish place. What is something that people don't know about Seth Rogen that you kind of learned getting to know him? What is, I mean, um, does he have like six fingers on one hand or? You no, know, I, I, this isn't something that I don't think people, that I think people wouldn't be surprised about, but he has a laugh. I mean, you've heard his laugh a million times, but when I was standing there and we were getting ready for the, the, them to come in from wherever they were, you, you heard, <laughs> you just heard this laughter, this genuine, genuine laughter. And I guess that's not surprising, but it's nice to know that somebody who's like that has that sort of genuine laughter on screen also has it in real life. All right. Uh, the key piece is that the ashtray part, which is has a very deep well to ash in and to put your stubbed out joints in. And the notch here is designed to sort of rest the joint uh, in between puffs or while you're doing something else. It sets in this little dish 
uh, which can also be used to, you know, you can have weed in here if you're gonna roll a joint. And then this third part, it's more style than actually having to do with the cannabis part. It's like a little, a little bud vase, a little flower vase, just something that makes it a design that looks really beautiful and can sit out and be part of your everyday decor. Look at this. Look at this thing right here. This is what I want. This is the Puffco proxy. It looks like a kind of, the kind of pipe that your grandfather might smoke. They so, I mean, can you describe this? Because this thing is fucking bad uh, motherfucking yeah, ass. Yeah. So that is, they learned, this is the company that did the Puffco Peak. That looks like the Star Trek level bong with like a clear glass sort of tapered. Like Puffco bought Green Lane, I think. I thought, or, or Green Lane Bob, bought Puffco, maybe. I, this is like high level. I, I did not. I did not know that, talk. but that would make sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so they were inspired by that, which was like, which sort of changed the game from when a vaporizer was this thing where you like, you kind of felt like a meth addict tying off because you had a, you, you had a torch and you had this bang, <laughs> you know, this nail you had to heat up and stuff. And it just, it felt like, it felt like, Easy. <laughs> like you were like really, you know, doing some sort of evil, weird stuff. Yeah. I love and, doing evil, weird stuff. And so they, they learned from that that people took the, the success of that and then made aftermarket weird, crazy aftermarket glass for their vaporizer technology. Right. Which was like, that was the thing, was getting rid of, you know, making it the electric nail or, you know, or powered so you wouldn't have to heat it up with the torch. Got it. And, and then, so now we're looking at the Sherlock Holmes glass So they, they turned, they took, they learned from that and made this totally modular. So it looks like a Sherlock Holmes like old Calabash. school Calabash pipe. Right. Right. That he would be like solving it. a mystery in the Moors, you know? Right. A lot and, of people theorize that uh, Sherlock was high most of the time. Yeah. That would make sense. Okay. Make sense. And so how does this work? So the part in the, the, the pipe part, the part that looks like the old school Calabash pipe is actually just a piece of glass that the vaporizer sits in. That's a, like a canister. It's like an old school film canister. Remember when we used to have film in our cameras, the round canister? Right, and right. It, like it's a, about that size, and it just sits right in that, and that is the that is the delivery system married to the heating system. And the bowl in there, they make it a big deal. They call it 3D technology. What it is, instead of just heating it up on the bottom, it, eat, it heats it equally all the way around so that it vaporizes a little easier. And that thing can go... See, you can take, you can take the vaporizer part out, drop in a bowl for flour... Yeah. Or you can take that little canister thing and make it and put it in all kinds and made it easier to put in aftermarket glass. You can put it in, people were smoking out of disco balls, uh, like pink flamingos, ears of corn, like all kinds of crazy stuff because it drops in really easily. That's genius. So they've taken the part that will burn or whatever, vaporize, vaporize yeah. and then you can just add it to whatever you want. Yeah. I fucking love super customizable, yeah. which is what that's America's lifeblood is customizing. Yep. Parts is big parts. lux. I see you kind of looking. Oh, uh, I'm just intrigued of what I'm looking at. All right, I love it. I, I can, but you can't put any tobacco. Like if you do the flower part, would you be able to put tobacco in there or no? I the flower bowl that sits on top. Yeah, I, everything always says not for you. It, it's funny things used to say not for use for anything other than tobacco, and now everything says for use for everything except tobacco. Like they don't. So I don't know if it's a if it's a science sort of thing, but I, I'm guessing that the bowl, the flower bowl that you can swap in, could also be used to smoke tobacco. All right, now let's move to his next selection. 
And this was designed by a five woman team in Kansas City, Missouri. They do all the earthenware things by hand. If you can see this little indentation here, that's the only indication that it's a smoking device. It's got three little holes and it fits about four or five bowls. And you just put in, I think it's about a quarter cup of water in there and you put your herb in there and you can smoke it like that. How did this one, the Billy Bubbler, how did that make the uh, grade? So I was actually inspired for this year's cannabis gift guide based on an email that I got from the founder of this company a like pretty much a year ago after our gift guide had come out and it was too late for the gift guide. But she explained what her what her pieces were. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this until next year. And it's this small company. They make everything by hand in Kansas City. And there's like five women and they make these these bubblers that look like flower vases and everything. Is but just, it's a bong. But it's a bong. It's a bubbler. You know, it's like, it's got the, it's kind of like the hybrid, you know, it has the little down stem that goes in, takes like a little bit of about a half a cup of water, a quarter yeah. of water. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Now look at this next one. I'm I'm curious to think uh, Big Lux's uh, style eye on this next thing that uh, Adam Shorn shows us. This is a pipe. It might look like a, just a total ordinary everyday pipe. It's from a company called Hodge. I think I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> uh, it turned out you weren't pronouncing. How do Absolutely you pronounce that? It's pronounced Hoy. Uh, this, this is made of aluminum, and the, the top comes off like this. There are rare earth magnets that hold the two sides together. But what you see when you take the two sides off is this textured space that traps the debris and spreads out the smoke as you draw and cools it, kind of like, like a heat sink in a computer processor. So it cools it down. It is called the, the coal, which means cool in Danish. How dope is that, Big Lux? Look at Big Lux. I don't Lux. understand it. So, so, so it's, it's a pipe that is uh, is split in half and it has these little areas in between that when you smoke it it stops fucking ash or whatever little bullshit goes through but also when the smoke goes through it gets thinned out and spread out right yep and so it, it the smoke has time to cool before it gets to your mouth so it's actually a cold smoke hmm. it's a it's a cooler smoke and my my lungs are just like i can't do big bong rips anymore. I just, right, you got the I, black I, I lung. I loved it. I got the black lung pop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, this is one of the things, this is why we make sure we have our hands and our, in this case, our lungs on every piece, everything, I'm not, because I'm not going to recommend it if, if that's not going to work. And so I had them send me one and that I did pay for. And I, it does. It, and I'm like, okay, so this is really what's going to happen. It's like a, it's inspired by the Mako Sharks fins or something. That's what they said. And I'm like, I don't care who inspired it, but like, I could take, I could smoke a big hit and right. not like, not. It's not, not as not harsh. harsh. Not cough. Yeah. yeah because wow. it's not as hot. So yeah, yeah, it spreads the smoke out. The smoke That's gets crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then check this out. This is some kind of mega fucking joint, I think. And it is a cigar inspired joint. And what makes a cigar inspired is that the joint architecture, the way it was designed and rolled, is so that it would burn slowly over multiple sessions the way you would smoke a cigar. It is a $50 joint but uh, it is one and a half grams. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty hefty uh, piece and it burns slowly over multiple sessions. So, I mean, that looks like a lot of pre-rolled stuff that I've seen. Is it more than what's normally? It, it is somehow rolled so that, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't burn, it burns very slowly yeah. and you can just, just tap it out. And like, it, for some reason it just seems to work 
yeah, I don't know. They they call it they they say it was inspired by the roll of a of a of a cigar roll, and that they say that they're all hand rolled. Right. So, um, got it. Was, it. Yeah. All right. And then here's this. It may not look like it, but it is a pipe. This little piece of metal that comes with it is not just like, sort of like a key ring to make it portable, but it helps pull off this silicone sleeve, revealing a pipe inside. <laughs> it is That's a borosilicate glass pipe, smoked glass. The design element on this is what really made me want to include it in the in the gift guide. It's got uh, a little ash catcher there. It's just an indentation. So when you're smoking, it catches some of the ash. It's got a little carb on the side and the indentation here, the bowl that you smoke and the, the wonderful little things, these two little nubs on the bottom that make it so that it'll sit like that when you want to put it down for a moment. And the great thing is all pipes are portable, but this is even more so because you can fill uh, uh, a fresh bowl of weed and you can just look at that what is that brooks brothers what are you wearing a yeah, brooks, brothers a brooks brother books brothers button front yeah right but, okay sorry right it just slide it in there and it's safe to go anywhere on your key ring that's a good that's a good little device right there now it, it looks like it looks like one of those um you know when you have a, a the keys to a boat and it's on this little sure, floaty sure, thing. Sure, yeah, that yeah. looks like the little floaty thing. All right. Oh yeah, let's all right. Check this one out. Now, this is kind of a little bit old school in a way. Like a little buoy. Cash globe. Like a small little buoy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So uh, this is called the hash globe. Used for smoking hash, sort of the upscale new. Uh, high-end way of doing hash under glass. This is a globe of hand-blown glass. In case this looks slightly familiar, like Sputnik, the, the first uh, collection from Flora Nero is called Otherworldly and was inspired by the space race of the 1950s. The, the base and, and the mouthpiece come in different colors. You can order it in different colors. This is black. There's also a brass one. And you take the piece of hash. Uh, they suggest dry sift hash because it holds together better. You put it on yep. this little yep. spike. You heat it up until it starts smoking, and then you put the globe on top, and you may not notice, but unless you held it, but it's very well balanced. Then you put the mouthpiece in like that, and you will, would just inhale. You, you sort of hold the whole thing and inhale. And the great thing is, another little thoughtful detail on this, is that there's also this little glass plug, because once you light it, it'll fill up with the, with the hash smoke, and you can just sort of put a, sort of put a plug in it and take a breather. So all that thoughtful design comes at a price, though, because uh, this flagship piece from Flora Nero, the Hash Globe, costs $2,800. So they- 2,800 bucks. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, well then, okay. What do you think about these gifts? I mean, what is I think your- I cool. What do, you th what do you think about <clears throat> where- I think all of them are cool. Where cannabis is gonna go and how it's gonna mix with Christmas. It's gonna work, mix great with Christmas. It mix great with any kind of uh, holiday. But it's these ancillary goods. Would that be the right word? An ancillary. Ancillary. Goods, yeah, yeah. Uh, that are getting better and better, and and you know, like cannabis is a lifestyle. I was just talking about that with somebody, and so I was talking about a collaboration with someone, and it was like, I'm in apparel, but like, yeah, and there's an apparel play, yeah. But there's so many other things, and it's become such a lifestyle that now. You can um, make a buck knife with somebody or a fucking squirt gun or, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, yeah, it's it's kind of gotten there. So I, I feel like that you can do the, anything that kind of falls into that lifestyle. 
what people do in that lifestyle will work, which opens it up to a lot. Like there's just a lot of cool things, and I, I think that you're starting to you're starting to see the beginning of it in cannabis culture. Yeah. This I, I want to point out that this whole gift guide this year, the 16 pieces, and you know these seven that we're showing here are all the theme was high design pun only partially intended like yeah for people who appreciate like design items like that like the um bubbler that could be left out because it looks like a vase or this beautiful hash globe so you know sometimes i get emails from people going like oh you know cannabis culture's gone crazy because twenty eight hundred dollar hash clubs i'm like there's a room there there are people in this town who will buy a twenty eight hundred dollar hash club right i I mean there are and but you don't need it and it's like you could have all those things but you can also just have a cone of vibes papers or a thing right. you know, like, or, what, or like a hand carved wooden pipe you you don't it doesn't need to be all one thing or all the well, other no. it, in that way it's it's similar to wine i mean it's similar you, to anything right you're going to have your people that go over here with it and want to really you know create something who's to yeah. say that that's wrong whatever price tag they put on uh, it this guy introduced me to a guy who used to be the gardener at versailles and he had met him at a, I guess there's a big cannabis show in Spain called Spanibus. That's like the whole okay. grail. Of, I, 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 I've never Spanibus. been. Spanibus. Spanibus. And this gardener from Versailles, if you engaged his services, you would tell him what kind of high you wanted, you know, sort of thing. He would grow you a bespoke plant, harvest <sighs> it, package it in a box, and you were the only one who would ever have that. It's like you don't show wow. up on the on the on the fashion you, you don't show up on the red carpet wearing the same dress as someone else you right. this is yours and only yours wow. dude it's like uh in in england with the savile row uh suits bespoke. right bespoke yeah totally. bespoke all over europe imagine that imagine a gardener from versailles <laughs> fucking being able to design hand design for you a plant or whatever your personal ganja however Great. you just dialed right in and there are people who have been doing that for decades up in the Emerald Triangle. Like, you just don't know when you go in and pick cereal milk over diesel, whatever, that they've they've been doing it. I mean, it's not for you personally, but right, you right, choose right, these right, things. Right, right. So it's like, and and they aren't like, it's as much it's as much an art as the guy from Versailles, but you don't see it. Sure, absolutely. Right, that's fascinating. So in terms of, sort of Christmas and culture like are they decorating pot plants like Christmas trees now are we going to see ornaments that oh, also you double definitely oh. see some stuff that play on I, that I have I have not seen that yeah. but someone who comes up with an ornament that's just light enough to hang on the right. on the sugar leaves you know yeah, yeah. Or, or like a glass ornament that doubles as a fucking pipe or, or whatever. Or an angel topper that fits right over the big bud on the top. A hundred percent. For yeah. sure. Is the reason why people put out so many cookies for Santa Claus is because he's got the munchies and he's high? I'm thinking so. All right. Absolutely. I love that. Cookies. Yeah. Well, so cookies, right. So the, so do you have anything, is there anything in the offerings from cookies in terms of what Christmas is looking like or the, the season? Absolutely. I mean, we just dropped our holiday line today at cookies what does that consist of just a lot of some great down jackets great sweaters a lot of dope outerwear the white sweater that looks knit it's like a hoodie yeah sick yeah sick we know what he wants for christmas well yeah we know what i saw i saw the cookies drop and it had the i was scrolling through looking at the the christmas stuff it's amazing you guys are doing a great job over there got a lot of good product like that and then there's there's product uh 
cannabis flower product that's dropping. That burner's dropping. I know he's dropping something on Saturday with gumbo, with the gumbo guys. And, you know, there'll be some, there'll be some, you know, they're going to do some holiday Christmas, you know, spirit stuff. Right. Um, on the brand, we are definitely dropping little gems and jewels, but a lot of good outerwear and, and winter goods that you could wear on the, the East Coast. We, we put some of that in. We're designing a little bit more technical now, especially since we opened up a New York store. Right. So now the level of our design and a lot of our manufacturing, like you're going to start to see things get kind of look kind of aggressive from our side. But it's really us having to do what we have to do. For that market. For that market, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And and what about cannabis culture and clothing are you seeing, Adam? Like what some are some of the things that you're noticing or some observations uh, you've made? I'm I'm waiting for the luxury luxury brands. You know, the, working on this story made me think about like you know the Hermes, the mm-hmm. Chanel, the Vuitton. Like, when are they? They probably won't get into it until it's legal nationwide in the U.S. If, maybe if then. But I, I think there's I, I, I'm I don't see that coming right away. But that's what I'm excited for because we already have we we have it at so many other points. And I'm just I am excited about the increasing. Normalization and destigmatization. Two more states just went over the you know, right uh, Maryland and Missouri. So right, it's now midterms. 21 states with legal recreational cannabis. And like, how did you see what Biden did in terms of um, uh, signing the pardon or whatever it was for all of the federal violators who were in prison? What, what so, do you see? So I don't. I I by dint of my job, I don't usually get involved in politics. Right. Sure. Talking about politics, but it's. To me, it's very clear from uh, the cannabis point of view that whatever, that almost immediately after, people were like, oh, it's not going to do much. It's only X number of people. Right. Or, but it's a symbolic step. I mean, a lot of these people in Congress are uh, still see it as like the reefer madness, demon weed. You know, you smoke it and, and Johnny plays the piano really quick and then kill someone. Right. Right. Like, and it's just it's another step. They They said that. It will affect a very small number because it's sim- it's, it's a like pardon 7, for simple 000. possession right. at the federal level, which right. most federal level cannabis crimes are not simple possession. Right. That's not that's just not the way it's set, set up. Right. right. So, but I will take as far as the future of cannabis and its acceptance and its and its mainstreaming in the good way. Right. I, I will take any of those. As a, as a victory. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Do you see on any level that um, the sort of slow adoption or the slow normalization of cannabis being driven by any industries? Well, I think there are a lot of industries that are invested a lot in making it work. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember early on uh, at, at the beginning of, I think it was the beginning of this year, I asked people what they saw coming, you know, I asked about legalization, you know, federal legalization, right? federal legalization. And some people said to me, some people in the, in the business were like, oh, that would be bad for, that would be bad for us. Like they don't, they don't actually want it to be 
from the business point of view, right. want it to be fully completely decriminalized. Because right now there's a big business in all of these state separate states, and then the multi-state operators have something set up that a lot of other brands don't, and they do, and and so there's. So from a competition standpoint, there are people that are already winning the way it is now. Yeah. If we open it up too much, it'll allow other competitors to come in, and then the marketplace gets that's eaten the, away. That's the fear. But I feel I feel cannabis is a, is a different creature. Why? I, I just I feel like it is, and I know that there's like big big cannabis, just like big pharma, and you know you always hear the stories about like, you know I it's now the point of urban legend. They're like, oh yeah, like back then it was Philip Morris. Philip Morris has all the machines ready to roll joints anytime. <laughs> like they're, they're, they really that a few it, times. Right? You, you like hear it. I'm like I don't know, but it, it has. I think there there have been studies that show places where recreational cannabis is legal, alcohol consumption is lower. Right. And right. I, I don't see it as a zero-sum game. Some people do. That, like, if you... It doesn't have to be... For, if cannabis's, you know, acceptance and legalization doesn't have to be at the detriment of alcohol, I think there's, you know... Sure, I agree with you. I, 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 right, but it's a little bit like, uh, you know, certain Las Vegas industry types looking at American Indian casinos as kind of like, well, not... I mean, we don't need any more players. In the field or in the market. Yeah. Like, we've kind of cornered it a little bit, and it's good where we're at. Yeah. What do you think about... Um, why do you think weed is a different animal than the other ones? I mean, I hear you saying that... Somebody needs to open up a casino in Vegas... With weed. ...that's all cannabis-friendly. Do they don't even sell alcohol. Let me ask you they this. Just, it's just all about consumption... Weed, yeah. with all the games. Do I, do you think? Huh. Okay, can they I, make that happen? I think that would be. How, I, you mean like spin like spin the wheel, and if it comes up three lemons, you have to you have to do a hit of like oh no no, no 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 no. But no, it's no. like the waitress comes and brings you a little joint yeah, or whatever, and you're joints, getting high as yeah. fuck while you're playing poker, roulette, whatever. And then there's no alcohol there. Right. I mean. It's Do a you... cannabis fucking hotel and casino. All right, so let so me... So where you go in the... Even in the rooms, you can smoke in the rooms. Cookies, cookies casino. Now, right. listen, listen. Maybe, right, I, I'll play devil's advocate. Maybe old-timers will be like, yeah, but the drunker our guys are that are in there, the more they're going to waste money, and that's really what we need them to do is be big spenders. Go ahead, Adam, I, I, I see you. I, all I can say is the idea of a, of a cookies casino because, of course, you play with chips. It'll be cookies chips. Oh, for sure. I'm just like... Uh, the, the fucking... The, puns, the movie the writes itself. Like, yeah, it yeah, writes, yeah, it itself. writes itself. Yes. Yeah. And, but I'm just saying, I think that's an excellent idea, brother. I think... And, and, I'm probably... Somebody's already probably on, on top. I mean, that, I'm sure. You know. But also a glamour aspect, which I think picks up... Why is... All right, listen. Let's stop fucking around. You do fashion, too. I saw the fucking Brooks Brothers. Uh, what... <laughs> why is um, the like the Chanel and those folks... Why are they late adopters to this? Well, there are, a lot of them are European countries, and I remember uh, I was in last time I was in Paris for the last round of shows I was at. The song on the radio in the in the car was like it was the uh, Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson singing together or something. Right, the, and the it just most... led me to ask. 
the driver, I was like, so what's what's the acceptance of cannabis here? Like, and he was like, shook his head. like, no, no. He like, was really, I don't know if it was just him or, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't um, say it. <laughs> um, but that, I don't know what you mean. Us, I don't but but it's not legal. It wasn't legal there then. And I know that Germany is adopting it, and it which makes me laugh about the, the idea for strain names in Germany. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> syllables later, it's like yeah, it's yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. you eat before you go to sleep, but not yeah, before yeah, you leave yeah. the window open. Kind of thing. All so, right. Um, yeah, I so, like but, that. but they're like, and they're they're in the process of. I think Italy is considering a referendum on legal weed. Germany, I, I don't know what Spain's is, but I mean, I know Spanibus. Spanibus is there, but like maybe that's like a Amsterdam. Don't ask. I don't. I mean, dude, can so, you imagine getting the munchies in Italy? Then yeah. the food is fuck. fucking phenomenal. Pizza. You might just. I think die. you might die. <laughs> I think if the You're European Union, I I think the, if the European Union adopted or. You know, said it was okay. I, I think they're just everyone's. They all, everybody hides. U.S. companies, foreign companies, everybody hides in the fact that oh, it's federally illegal. We don't do. You know. Yeah, but the other problem is, is in in in, in Europe, you probably have more entrenched alcohol companies than even yeah. in the United States, yeah. right? Champagne yeah. motherfuckers are probably like, yeah, I don't think so, brother. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That's interesting. But I was thinking about high fashion, too, because, you know... Uh, you know what's funny, though? Let me just say ahead, this. Please. If they're... You know, the whole, like, the growing of the of certain wines in parts of France, parts of Italy, you know, whatever right. it might be. Bordeaux. They're, they're, I would imagine eventually they're growing some fucking bomb luxury weed over there, dude. And bomb luxury mushrooms. Yeah. And bomb, You know what I'm saying? And like, this is some, the first cutting from uh, that. Such yeah. and such... <laughs> Pyramid Alps from Malpinia or some what the right. fuck? You know what I'm this saying? This should be paired with a bro. Sea as bag. a matter of fact, as he's talking about like these luxury brands, right? I can't believe somebody hasn't got up there already. Like you know what I'm saying? Like in the Swiss Alps. Yeah, the first one, the first one to do it and to really go and embrace it big in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. It'll be like this courageous. That like only the first one. No. After that, it's like oh, we're all just following the money. But like right, right, some right, real right. connection. Like if we found out that some I don't know do, the original Christian Balenciaga, Christabel Balenciaga was like an herb head. You know, right, like, or like someone in Buckingham Palace. Like this is the royal flower oh, of yeah. Windsor, of the House of Windsor. A royal warrant. You right, know, right. Warrant They'll have like a have weed. Find, you'd have to find a place on the planet and be like this is the one spot on the planet that has the optimal it's closest <laughs> to the sun da, 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 to right grow this weed so this. that you no matter what you do yeah. you can't do with <laughs> you can't get into that that little space of property on the earth where the sun hits it and meets it all at the right time right. so you can't you can't fuck with them I'm just laughing about the the royal warrant, King Charles III's official sticky icky. Right, yeah. right. He's like walking around. Yeah, right. You have like a weed steward or whatever, like a, a footman, a weed footman like, walking with all that like shit Snoop's, like Snoop's right, uh, right, 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 right. I get that 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 rolls his joints and right. then sucks. <laughs> But he's all stoned on, laid out. Yeah, punk. <laughs> what is it? His job assignment what changes there, huh? What happens the palace stays in the palace. After 11, his job assignment changed. Huh? We all know what the boarding schools are about. Let's not lie. Man, so I, I, I love it. Although I do think that America and South America and Central America should be some of the first regional brands for marijuana. Like in terms of, you know, like Champagne or Bordeaux, those are just areas. What was that? I'm hot. <laughs> Getting hot. 
I don't with know. With the air? Yeah, can you, can you, he, he's schwitzing. Oh, thank you. My brother's schwitzing over here. Anyway, um, what about cannabis and cuisine, my friend? What are we seeing in the food realms? How can you use it uh, in the, you know, sort of the gastropubs or whatever you want to call it? The the big thing in the um, in the edible space is the, the continuing technology, the nanotechnology. I was just talking about nano emulsion earlier today, twice in one day. Nano right. emulsion. That right. The big the big challenge with edibles is that the effect you want something like if you're drinking a, a glass of wine or a mixed drink, and it affects you in a certain number of time. And now we're you now we're taking edibles. We want our drink or our food to hit us in the same 15 minute window that alcohol does. Right. Like if you have to wait half, we're all very impatient. You wait half an hour. Ooh, wait half an hour. Am I high yet? Am I high yet? Right. And that, and the, the what they've done is they've made it the molecules because THC is fat soluble, so it has to it has to be broken into really tiny. It's not water soluble. So what does be, that mean? Because so, I mean I hear that every time, but what the fuck does that okay, mean? Okay, so it means that it means that I have to ask every single time I'm writing about a product. Like you say, water, water, almost soluble. It's that the the um. Whatever the whatever the dividing line between mixed in and not mixed in, like um, like when you make uh, salad dressing, go ahead, oil and vinegar, right, right, and you you whisk it, you whisk it all up, and then if it's fully emulsified, it's right. all whipped together, right. So emulsification is when it's completely mixed perfectly and it does not separate it. Yeah. All right, and so, so for and, marijuana and so, THC, it's the molecules. You need to make the molecules super small. So that they go into your system faster. Wow. But across, I think, I'm no scientist, but they say across the br- blood-brain barrier. Right. That's the important barrier to get across. And so... Yeah. <laughs> right? We got to get that shit up in If you don't get across... That's the only one. The only one. That right. Um, and so, and this guy who who made uh, a beverage said, yeah, we worked really hard. He, and I love these analogies. He's like, usually THC getting in the bloodstream is like throwing a soccer ball at a chain link fence. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Are you somewhere throwing a soccer ball at a chain link fence? All good. But, and he said, the nano emulsification makes the particle so small, it's like throwing a handful of sand at a chain link fence. And little light bulb went off and I was like, I get it. Makes sense, right? Right. And if the sand is THC, you want it to get into your system as quick as that sand through the chain link fence and not waiting for that soccer ball to get through the chain right, link fence. Right, right, yeah. right. Why does it take 30 days for weed to get out of your system? What the hell is that? Because it's fat soluble. So it's stuck fat. on it's your st- fat. It stores in your fat cells, yeah. I think. I think. Man. And if you're a fat fuck, you're going to fucking test positive. It's going to take you <laughs> You're skinny and might burn it off quicker. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Excellent. So do no, but, they... I, but I I know that that it was <laughs> a little bit like that because when we would have some guys over at a place that I was at to come in and we you know to get a ground level testing of them and they might have THC in their system. For a lot of guys it was like, you know, 7 days yeah. out of the system, yeah. yeah. But there was guys that were testing for it as far as in the 21 days. Yeah. You know, they're still, That's what I would tell you. they were like, a little bit bigger. Not necessarily heavier, fatter, just bigger human, bigger guys. Is it possible to get a weed flashback? Like if it's stored in your Absolutely. fat? Absolutely. Have you ever yeah. had that? I have not. But you've never been sober long enough for oh, you yeah, to no, actually... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I did. I do. I try to do the um, dry January. 
No. Yeah, yeah. Why? Just, just to, just to sort of reboot. I'm not, I'm no, I'm not trying to be a saint or anything. It's just like it's the beginning of the year, turning the page. Let's start fresh. You just gave up you on know, after all the excesses of the holidays. Twenty eight hundred dollar hash gloves. Come on, let's just roll it back. So, right. Time um, to shut it down. And I'm not, I'm not trying to prove anything. I just like, and I think for dry last January. Year, I love. That. I think I, I, I tried not to smoke for a couple of weeks. I mean, just, just also. Walk but, us through that mentally. What happens, my friend? When do you start punching the wall? Hour five. No. <laughs> no. no, Wait, no when I, you're I, talking about not smoking, are you talking about not doing anything? Yeah. Can yeah, you drink through yeah. that? Can you drink yeah. through that? No, 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 because it's, it's dry January. It's so like, for like four weeks, you're fucking, what are you, you know, doing? So, no, but I say, I say that I'm doing dry January. I don't also say, I don't also look in the mirror and say, in fact, it's very funny. That you that we're bringing this up, yes. Because I'm on Monday. I'm going to put out a call to our our readers <laughs> for their fantastically failed New Year's resolutions. Right. Like, it's like the one where you say you're gonna you're gonna uh, get on the wagon for January, and it yeah. lasts until about brunch on New Year's Day. Right. Like, right. Right. like like just not just failed, but like failed miserably. And right. I'm about oh for thirty five with New Year's resolutions mm. and making anything stick. Right. So you just I, gave I, up. I, you're I like January, but, but I just, one month. I just felt January because like. You know, we would we always go to a lot of events. It was like when the, when I joined the fashion circuit, you're like on a, a circuit for so long. It's like everyone got wine, you got things, they give me stuff, and I'm like, I have, I I'm a lot of things, but I do not have self control. I'm like, if there is an open bar there, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm on that too. So January is just like none of these, nothing started back up for the season yet. Right. Do you get on a kidney dialysis no, machine or no, any of that? No. 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 All right. So let me. So 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 let me get this straight. I want to know. How wild? What's the wildest season? Like, because for a man to say, for anybody to say, look, this guy too fucking crazy. I gotta take fucking January up. I want to know. I want to know the most decadent fucking run up you've had, and don't pull any punches at him. We're all friends here. I I didn't say that things got too fucking wild. That's not why. That is not why. I'm, I'm not saying you did. I don't think things ever got so wild that I'd be like, oh no. Like one of the other rules. It's just, it's right. like a cyclical, it's a, it's a spot in the cycle, <laughs> the, the biorhythm where it's just like, and I don't. And Decadence. I, I am not good. I am not good with temptation. I am not good, like, you know. <laughs> but there there just was no, there was no overt temptation during that first month. And I, I made it the whole month. And I'm like, and I, went, and I went right. I went and right. You get, you, but you get I way more stone when you go back to it. After yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. Stuff works better. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to hear one of these decadent stories. Is yeah. what I'm trying um, to hear. So you're asking, what is my most decadent what smoking story? Well, I'm just asking you. Look, I understand you're saying nothing got too far away from me. Listen, Mr. Bowen, before you go too yeah. crazy, Indian man, I didn't say right. I didn't wake up without my shoes somewhere. Yeah. I'm not saying. Go on, hear about like uh, turkey basters. And <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I have woken up <laughs> the day after my birthday with a turkey baster in my hand. I have. <laughs> no, 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 but that's like, what you want. No, no, no. I want to know the most decadent because he's a he's a writer. Writers are known for being decadent. I mean, let's not pull any punches and let's find out. I mean, some of us are living in prison and we're living through you, brother. Yeah. Um. I'll have to say, I. Super enjoyed. Uh, I, I don't think I was in here with you guys before or after I went to Europe. It was uh, after because we would have heard this story. Yeah, and so <laughs> we went. We went to. We did one of those like. Uh, it, it could have been a, a made-for-TV movie, except it had weed in it. It was like <laughs> we went to Berlin. I, I, you know, my wife's uh, college friend had like a fiftieth birthday, so we went to Berlin. 
Amsterdam, Rome, a villa outside of Rome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what, what day is it? And like, it was the most, it was the most over the top. I've never had a vacation like that in my life. And we went to Amsterdam. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to, you know, and I went to a whole bunch of shops. Did you find some good weed out there? You had a Hill Street Blues? Okay, so I had not, I had not had hash, old school hash. Like, and that was even before I, the idea of the hash globe yeah. came by. And we were in Amsterdam and I was like, you know what? I want hash, like old school hash. <laughs> And I bought, we bought some hash and like all my, my, my wife is not a, like a hardcore smoker. She, she likes smoke, but she, she just, I smoke and it's like I've drank 20 pots of coffee. Right. She smokes out like a light. Right. And so yeah. I've been always on the search for something, you know, like when you go to the optometrist, what's better, this or this, this or this, <laughs> like fine tuning something for her. So she would be like on my wavelength and be awake. And we found hash. I think it was, um, palm, uh, go palm, go palm. Go palm, I think, and it was like just a chunk of hash from like Morocco or something. Lebanese, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Lebanese gold. And and I got it, and I got a little pipe, and we sat there and smoked, and it was a party starter. <laughs> her, her friends, like everybody, it was just like woo, yeah. And like and then we were in Rome, and like somehow it ended up in Rome. I don't know. Right, I don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't ask. And like <laughs> it was in 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 Europe when it's someone's birthday, they like to stay up like the the night before. It's like ring in the birthday at midnight. Right. The birthday. Yeah. And it was like 11.20 and we were all like, <laughs> like uh, falling asleep and I whipped out, the, they were like, that's the devil pipe. I whipped out the devil pipe and <laughs> boom, the Woke party everybody started. everybody up again. And, and we were like smoking until like four in the morning. So that's not like a really crazy like story, but it was like, it was super decadent and we were just like smoking, 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 all like hash. Hash. Yeah. Why did hash have a different reaction? So everybody's body is different. Like I I think to myself, I'm like, I'm no scientist, but (laughs) is it that the stuff that makes her fall asleep is like somehow in the plant material? Because you know, hash is the is the trichome. Right. All the good stuff taken off. Like so, is it somehow in the plant material? Is it terpenes? Is it like was it this particular type of hash? Like. It could could it be that plant? Could it be that week? Like you just—it's always that's the that's the thing about weed. You like you never even if I have something that keeps me up all night, it might right, put you in a couch. Right, 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 yeah. So, um, man, that sounds like one hell of a fucking vacation. But I know yeah. there's a lot of weed out there that gets people paranoid. I hear that a lot. Yeah, I think you I'm know, just naturally they figure it out until they figure out the right. <laughs> But some, I, I, I even know some people that were just like, I tried it, I tried to, it's just too strong. So, when I was in college, we used to have people got paranoid, and we used to call it cumenitis, where you'd be sitting around, and you'd be, like, you'd think there's someone there, you come in, <laughs> <laughs> come in. <laughs> it was just there was nobody. Ever I, there. I, I, I am just one of those people, and my cousin <laughs> King Salmon is probably one of the biggest potheads I've ever met in my entire life. Like serious. When it wasn't when it wasn't legal, he was yeah. one of the true ones running out there smoking yeah. crazy dank. I fucking I would smoke. I would get paranoid, bro. I'd start going into introspection and thinking about life and all. It was no fun for me. And multiple occasions, multiple. That's why you need someone to like be like the kind of like a party monitor a little bit, but like, oh, Juman, he's starting to go to the bad place. And like, bring it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember in college. In college, I these girls like. In freshman year, they're like, "Come over, we all we all get a bag every Friday, and, you know, and smoke." And I went over there, and I was like cracking wise and like making jokes, and <laughs> the girl started to cry. She was laughing so hard, tears were rolling down her face. Right. And then she put her hand up to her face, and she felt the tears. 
and she freaked out because she thought that if she had tears on her face, she must have been crying. If she was crying, she must have been sad, and she couldn't remember what she was sad about. So she was more upset because it must have been something really important if she was crying. And she, and she just wigged out. Yeah. Uh, big Lux, that ever happened in your corners? Yeah. Did anybody reach their finger up and no, cry and spun one, out? You don't get one of those little, what do you call it? A, a party monitor? Party there, monitor? Hey, party mon- if you need a party monitor. Was there a pon- party monitor on 17th Yeah, it was scrappy. <laughs> scrappy. <laughs> Beat your ass. You acting stupid. Um, <laughs> there were no, if you need a party monitor, then you're not supposed to be partying. Right. You know? Right. But, but, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get but it. we all... We, as Ram Das, Baba Ram Das said, we're all just walking each other home. That's and true. you got to take care of like. And sure. the best way to convert people who are on the bubble of like, I'm crying, I'm not crying, I don't know why, or like somebody who gets high and has a little bit of introspection, yeah. or somebody who gets high and goes off and eats an entire pie by themselves, is yeah, like we got to like, I like that. keep an eye on each other and sure. like, sure. I, I. It takes a village. I personally and professionally, yes, feel have a vested interest. In everybody having a positive experience with cannabis. Well, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you 100. percent I've had to wake people up out of ODs. Oh, you know, I'm definitely concerned with <laughs> the people surrounding me, whether we're we were using hard drugs or or anything. Is somebody going through a bad trip? You know. Yeah. A lot of times you're out too. You don't know what the person's done. That's my in a bag of fucking mushrooms in the yeah. car before they come in. Like, ah. you, know, you can't beat somebody up for that. Yeah, no way. you gotta work right. out. You know, there's a duty there. If you're playing yeah. on the other side, then you need to look and out. And if you're all on shrooms, you got to make sure you stay away from the NTEs, the non-tripping entities. You know, you gotta like, you gotta insulate yourself from them. Well, but look at what? that. Did you see that? And, and, and everybody, and every good group, responsible group of trippers has somebody that's staying back. You know, not eating mushrooms that night. Like, yeah, like the designated driver. Yeah. 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 Right. You know. Well, goddamn. Never made me want to do mushrooms or acid more than right now, my friend. How do we, uh, you want to talk to our uh, listeners about your show, where to find you? And the that? LA Times. Yes, how to please, get please. Involved. please. Please, please. please. Yeah. So, latimes.com slash topic slash cannabis is the cannabis landing page for all stuff, not just mine, but anybody else, the paper who writes about cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, and cannabis, yeah, and so, the, yeah, latimes.com, you'll find the, the lifestyle section, which has my my stuff that's not just cannabis, but about, uh, I think I, I think I started to tell you about, um, we're doing a call out to people with failed resolutions. We want, yeah. them to, we want them to send them in so we can, like, make them feel better to start the year over. Uh, I did that with the coronavirus secrets. Like in the middle of the corner, are you hoarding toilet paper? Are you like, are you sick but getting on the plane? Yeah, or lying. And (laughs) and I, we made it so they could send things in anonymously. And we got, oh, we got, I got like four compilations of like, there were different themes. There was the relationship (laughs) ones, you know, the hoarding ones. So yeah, I I got, I got off the track there, but uh, latimes.com. latimes.com. And uh, the videos, we just started the unboxing video, was the first one of the new season of The Green Room. And those are on the um, L.A. Times YouTube channel. I love it. I love it. And, and I guess the seasons are just keep rolling on. I guess the L.A. Times, is, is it loves what's going on. It's getting a good response. It's, it's season three. And I think when I was in here last time, you know, because you had me in because of the stoned yoga. Right. right. I love that. You guys got a chuckle out of that. Yeah. And um, the... That was in the beginning of season two, and now one of the, one of the videos, the one about the prototype, yeah. the guys up in Willits, is like 
got 2.1 million views. I don't get like really hung up on it, but they said for features videos, not like breaking news videos at the LA Times, like of the feature ones that we do like this, yeah. that that's super successful. So I was like, 2.1 million people want to read about like my quest to find these guys. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So hell it's doing, yeah. So it's doing right. I guess it's doing well enough. You know, we fuck yeah, yeah. Adam so, Sean, yeah. LA Times reporter. Better believe it. Been putting it down. Yeah. Comes on right? our show, Comes gives on it this up. Show. Yeah. We don't have to go through ten different managers and agents to get yeah. them in. Well, this is a real guy right here. Yeah. Man. What do you want me to tell you? Dry January coming. We're gonna cover that on the Hard Luck Show. Day <laughs> yes. one, day yes. documentary. Day one and day series. thirty. You want me to call in every day? Want me to call in every day and be like, "Hey, Hard Luck guy, call in. I'm gonna fucking camp out in your front room. Don't bother me. I'll just sit there in like a duck blind, just watching that." I'm sure. <laughs> that would make me paranoid. Now, I, I've never been paranoid, but the idea of you sitting in a duck blind in my yard makes me super paranoid. Are you writing a book? Are you writing a weed anthology? Are you working on anything bigger that's I, collating all this shit together, my friend? No, I I didn't I, I didn't feel until recently that there was anything there because because I'm only like a year and a half into like the full time cannabis beat you know it was like right. the fashion and the transition but i'm thinking like now it's time to maybe compile right all you know the stuff is like writing itself you know cannabis and, theory bro yeah cannabis theory cannabis theory right like the foucault yeah. michelle foucault yeah. of the cannabis f- the philosophy of yeah, yeah. Philosophy of weed. all right i love it uh where are we oh avana bone lp we wear braids to court let the tomahawks fly the best legal representation that money can buy Sean at movemental.media for Mr. all your Sean. audio. Oh, blue eyes. Yes. And that don't forget. Jerk that wild, guys. Don't be afraid of the gravy. Right, let's lose. cut that shit out. <laughs> Hardluckshow.com. They call them tripod. <laughs> all right. All right. Come no, on. come on. We have guests. Listen, here. we're come just on. joking. Let's, oh, yeah. oh. What? Adam, he's a man. He's, he could joke around with the best. I mean, he snapped a few uh, guys with towels, right, Adam? <laughs> I've snapped a towel or two in a day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, please. I'm I'm done, buddy. What? Come on, done. Yeah. Oh, come on, Lo siento, comandante. Come on, de Supermax, Sur, de ojos. Yeah, ojos azul. Ojos azul. Um, uh, SupermaxHardware.com. Yes. Uh, check us out. We are about to have Black Friday sale coming up. Fifty percent off the whole site. Yes. Check that out. Um, Cookies SF. We just dropped. Our holiday line. Go to yeah. cookiessf.com. Check us out. Or at cookiessf on Instagram. Vibes, rolling papers. We're going to drop a little holiday stuff for vibes. So there you go. Stay keeping an eye out. Always listen to Hard Luck Show Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And a <laughs> shout out, special shout out to our sponsors Enzo's Pizzeria, Best Pizza in Los Angeles, Calco, Pulpo Beard Oil by Calco and his crew. Pulpo Beard Oil. And a big shout out to Instagram, Instagram Jesus. Yeah, yeah and, we'll let, and we'll let uh, uh, okay. our man behind Listen. you over there promote uh, right. Dragon Bags. Come on, Dragon Balls. Yeah, this is Maddie King. Uh, DragonBags.com. That's D R A G G I N B A G Z.com for all your cornhole bag needs. Right. You want to do a little cornhole? Go there. Yep. All right. All right. Yes. Yep. And we're out of here. Yes! The great journalist. That's it. Hasta la vista and good night. Thanks. Adios, amigos. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.
Look out. That's right. That's it. No, no. Down here, Louis. I tell you, look at your arms. Down oh. here. Look at both arms. Both arms. Right. That's it. Attaboy. Good. Now hold that pose, because remember, your arms are bigger than Arnold, and they want to see them, right? These people have never seen your arms. They've seen Arnold. So hold that pose a while, and I say, in this pose, just took your body...